Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 33. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what your morning conference call is, then by the end of this episode, since we are talking about some things that can irritate digestion, you definitely will. So, Um, My name is Eliza Gelman. I am the creator of Hotter Than Health. I am a podcaster, a nutrition expert. Um, I own a small business, Eliza G Fitness. We do meal plan consultations, nutrition, uh, counseling, that kind of thing. We create meal plans. It's a fun, fun time. And uh, just wanted to give you guys that little bit of information. I feel like some people ask and that's my answer. Anyways, so I've been getting a lot of messages about the podcast lately and just also side note I'm sorry for the shit quality of this audio I'm sitting in my car I'm back and thriving and more successful than ever and zero office space to even think about anyways um I do not want to complain we have Esperanza she cleans our house twice a month and she is amazing she is like the light of my life she's a magical sunshine however um Mondays are a busy, day, a good day for me to get stuff done, and I like to record the podcast on Monday, and it kind of sucks to do it in my car, and so I'm using this little speaker that I just got, which is going to be great for travel, it's going to be great for Europe, can't wait, but at the same time, this quality is shit, so I'd rather carry around that kind of bulky mic and have better quality, so next week, stay tuned, and we will have a higher quality audio. Anyways, so I know I've been getting a lot of messages from people asking about the nutrition counseling and the meal plans and things like that, which I'm so excited about. I've also had a lot of people say that they've really gotten a lot of value and a lot of knowledge from the podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for everyone listening and keep listening, keep sharing it, share it with your friends, write a review, um, however you really want to spread the love. And... Today's segment is going to be about artificial sweeteners, how they can kind of upset your digestion, and uh, I won't spend too, too much time on that. Really, I just want to give you guys some guidance on what to be looking out for and kind of what you may be seeing already that you didn't realize was artificial artificial sweetener and um, some stuff like that. I also am going to be talking about self-tanner and how to, well, obviously prevent and kind of aid in the healing of sunburn because right now I'm sitting on my ass and I have cloth seats in my car sitting on my ass and it hurts so I definitely got hella burnt yesterday probably more burnt than I've been in hmm, 10 years I feel like an idiot the last time I got this burnt I was like eight years old and I had to sleep in a sleeping bag because it was the only thing that was like cool on my body but now I'm just gonna complain Either way, so I wanted to get into the artificial sweetener. So a lot of people will drink things like Diet Cokes or Diet Sodas. They'll eat things that say no sugar, no added sugar. They'll say um, like Coke Zero or Gatorade Zero or anything like that. And it's just zero calories, zero blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the times we look at those and we think, oh, this must be good for me. Zero you know, zero calories, zero carbs, zero whatever. And then we, we see it 
and we look at the ingredients and it has things like aspartame or it has things like estherachol or sucralose. All of those things are, all of those words are things that you might see on the back of junk food or not even junk food, but um, like on the back of, you know, any, some types of protein powder, some types of pre-workout, some types of candies, gummies that might say natural flavors and things like that. And we still want to be on the lookout for those. So a lot of the people that I work with, they have IBS and I say this all the time. There's a medical disclaimer on all of my meal plans. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a gastroenterologist, but I am a nutrition expert. I've been doing this for five or six years. I have walked the walk. I still do walk the walk. I, I have, (laughs) you know, I do have credentials and like fitness, nutrition and things like that. However, I'm not a medical doctor. I didn't go to school for 10 years for dietetics. Kind of wish I had, but that's that's neither here nor there. I will tell you though, a lot of people that I work with have IBS. So for the past year or so, I've done probably more research than ever on IBS. And one common thread and one one thing that all of these, um, all of my research has done or has led me to understand is that one of the most irritating chemicals or foods, I don't even want to call it a food, um, for anyone with IBS or anyone in general is artificial sweeteners. And that can come in the form of a lot of different names, and I'm going to name off a couple of them. So feel free to listen to this episode again and write down probably, I'm going to say the top five, but I'm going to give a number of different um, examples. These are some that you'll see all the time that say zero calorie sweetener, and they'll be like stevia with, but usually stevia, um, the reason I don't trust it completely is because a lot of the time stevia will have other natural sweeteners in it or artificial flavors, which are still terrible for you because they don't have they're not legally mandated and they're not it's not illegal for a food company to not include what those natural flavors are or where they came from so I just don't trust it so some of the common names for artificial sweeteners are things like aspartame which is something that can be found in like Red Bull and sugar-free Red Bull bullshit 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 Uh, sucralose which is just another name for um, Splenda there's saccharin and that's S-A-C-C-A S-A-C-C-H-A-R-I-N. There's things like sorbitol. That's a big one. Uh, Maltitol. There's etheritrol, which is like a sugar... A lot of these are sugar alcohols. And the reason why they are said to not be so terrible for you is because of their um, macro and micronutrients. Like there's no sugar, no calories, whatever. So there's um, lactitol. And those are, I think, some of the top, top ones that I see typically. And then there's things like glycerol. And I'm almost positive you guys have heard of some of these names. And next time you're out, you will for sure, um, you'll for sure recognize some of these names. This is quoted right now from DrOz.com, from Healthline, sucralose, aspartame, saccharin. There's uh, maltitol, etheritrol. So look out for those. Um, a lot of the times they are led to things like leaky gut. They're led to, uh, (laughs) bloating. And, you know, if you're one of those coffee drinkers that is getting their sweeteners, their, their half and half or their, um, 
sweet and low type of things from the from the store I would recommend even looking so far as like looking at the coffee beans that you buy if you buy flavored coffee beans look at the creamer that you're putting in your coffee look at whatever says natural flavors ignore what it says on the front of the packaging look at the back and if it has any of those types of artificial sweeteners try and avoid it go for things that are slightly more natural and obviously you want to minimize your sugar as much as possible in an ideal world yes we would only be having our sugars from things like fruits but that's just not the case like we have alcohol we have fruits we have uh different types of breads that can you know their carbs can be turned into sugars immediately i mean there's a lot of different things going on but um when you do end up having something on the sweeter side have something that's maybe sweetened with um honestly maple syrup honey you could do things like coconut sugar you could do a, a coconut oil a coconut cream anything that has that coconutty flavor there's also things like monk fruit um I wouldn't even say agave because agave is 100% fructose it goes straight into your bloodstream I I know that it comes from a natural source but again I would say things like monk fruit would probably be better and so when I was talking about it a couple episodes with the keto cups k-e-t-o those are things that I've been snacking on I'll freeze them and then have it it's like coconut cream coconut mcts different things like that it's like a little Reese's cup with coconut oil cream in the middle butter they're great and it has high high antioxidants from the cacao and it's sweetened with monk fruit so it's really wonderful it doesn't leave that uh, super bitter taste if you're in charleston there is a little store that i like to go to it's incredible it's called um, eucalyptus and if you listen to this podcast then you're probably one of those people that has maybe been there or maybe you frequent that place but i know they sell monk fruit so if you're a baker or if you're interested in um lightening up with uh, lightening up some of your homemade recipes highly recommend I'm sure you can also get it off of Amazon and stuff like that. So just wanted to go over a couple of different options that you have as far as um, sweeteners. I like to use cinnamon and just coconut cream in my coffee. I have shared that a number of times. I'll just do coconut cream from Trader Joe's. I'll do, I'll mix that with a can of water and then I'll have that in my refrigerator. That'll last me about a week and a half. I'll use it in my coffee. I use cinnamon and um, that's sweet and creamy enough for me. I don't need a ton of stuff. If I'm feeling a little a little bit crazy sometimes I'll add um, vanilla extract into the creamer and you can probably hear the cop car driving by hello <laughs> yep going very fast and he is running that red light you get it sir all the best to you oh my god he just skidded out scary love that that's right down my neighborhood um feeling safe anyways so that's that for artificial sweeteners it has a really shitty side effect on your uh it can give diarrhea it can um irritate ibs it can lead to digestive problems like bloating so if you are trying to minimize your calories you're trying to intermittent fast or you're trying to do whatever you're changing your diet up in any way make sure you're looking out for things like artificial sweeteners like that because it could definitely hinder some progress or just give you the shits and nobody wants that right Unless you do, then that's fine. Okay, so let's move on to topic number two. And the reason this is important is because, okay, I live near the beach, right? And granted, yesterday was only my first time at the beach all season and in the past, like, ten months. I know, it's upsetting. 
you'd think, oh, she lives at the beach. What a dream life. Absolutely not. I have not touched the sand in like 10 months except for yesterday. So I went to the beach and I'm pretty good. I have like 10 bottles of sunscreen in my, uh, in my bathroom cabinet. I don't use oils. I don't go to the tanning beds. I try my very best. Of course, I like a little bit of color. You know, who doesn't? Hello. I don't want to be looking like a dense marshmallow all summer. So I went to the beach and I got there. I sprayed my, uh, I use sun bum. It's amazing. It smells like bananas and it's non-comedogenic and I have really shitty skin sometimes. So I get anything I can that doesn't clog my pores. Plug, 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 hashtag sponsor me. So anyways, I use sun bum. So I sprayed it all over my face, my chest, my arms, my stomach, my legs, my feet. Like I got in the nooks and crannies, right? And I thought, okay, I'm good. So I'm gonna, I laid on my back for a while and I was like, okay, perfect. Sunscreen, gonna get a little bit of brown, maybe a little freckly. Ooh, how cute. Mm -mm. It got so cold on the beach. I had goosebumps and uh, the, the wind and the sand was whipping against my face and my legs. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna turn around. I am going to turn around. I'm gonna lay on my stomach for a minute, cover my face, block the wind, block the sand. I'm gonna do what I can. So not a good move for someone who's forgetful. I forgot that I had not put sunscreen on my back. I had only put it on my entire front side. So your girl is walking around like an uh-oh Oreo on Christmas time. You know how they give you those like red cookies on the Oreo during Christmas time? That is me right now. My entire front is still pale as it gets. My backside is genuinely like I look like a picnic table. It is random white patches and then bright, bold, pigeon's blood red all over the place. And I thought, okay, I'll sleep it off. I put some aloe in the refrigerator last night. So it was nice and cold, rubbed it all over my body a bunch of times, put coconut oil all over my body. I was like, I am beating this shit. I am not going to peel. I'm going to be fine tomorrow. I woke up this morning and it was goddamn worse. Okay. I don't know how it got worse, but I genuinely, I tried to like clench this morning just to see like what that felt like because I live in leggings and working out was uncomfortable. I felt like I was made of what is it? Origami paper. Like little little uh what is the word? Not macrame, not machete. Anyways, thin ass paper. I am crunching, I am crisping, I am she's not well is what I'm trying to say. Oh, and would you look at that? This is a one-way street, sir. Wrong, wrong way. Oh, and he's an Uber driver. Damn. Sir. No, no. Other way. Wrong. Mm, whatever. I think that was Guy Fieri. And I think he's realizing the hard way that this is a one-way street. Beep, beep. Anyways. So that's what we've got going on. I am super, super sunburnt. So here are some ways that I want to make sure everyone, um, can minimize the effects of sunburn. We can do things like, hold on one second. It's a one-way street. Hello, sir, Harry. His name's on the side of his car. Hello. Does he have, what's up with his? Oh, okay. Okay, good, good, good. Yes, it's a one-way. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Bye-bye. So uh, anyways, I learned sign language clearly. And oh, I hope he gets this. 
Guys, my neighborhood. This is so fun. I love recording in my car, she said with sarcasm. So I would recommend that everyone preps ahead, okay? If you get a little bit sunburnt or if you're just feeling the effects of the sun and your skin's brown and beautiful and nice, but you're not super sunburnt, here's what I recommend doing. Buy a really nice, beautiful bottle of like aloe gel. Like I got the blue kind. It's probably not that fancy. It was like six bucks, whatever. Put it in the refrigerator. It will change your life. It dries super quickly. I put it on at the end of the night. I made my friend Taylor rub it on my ass and it was so wonderful and soothing. I didn't want to go like buy an aloe plant, squeeze it, scrape it, get rid of all the juice and then rub it all over my body. I didn't have time for that. Okay. I was in pain am in pain. I have third degree burns all over my body and here I am complaining. I understand that I'm complaining. I, I live a very privileged, blessed life and I'm very happy. However, sitting down hurts. And so I rubbed really cold, awesome aloe blue gel all over my legs and my butt and my back last night. So that was amazing. Highly recommend everyone keep their aloe in their refrigerator. I also recommend a really high quality face sunscreen. I like to use one from SkinCeuticals and I only use like a pinch at a time because I use a moisturizer that already has SPF in it, SPF 50, hello. Um, trying to have this beautiful young skin forever. So I use that on my face and that usually lasts a while. I also wore a huge sun hat. If I had not worn a huge sun hat yesterday and it was just a straw one, it was nothing fancy. It was my mom's old hat, I loved it. And if you don't wear a sun hat, then you're not protecting your neck, your shoulders, you're gonna have that crepey old neck. You're gonna be flapping around like a turkey on Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, gobble. I want to keep this skin nice and tight and firm. Um, so what's happening when you're actually getting a sunburn is you're like singeing your DNA. And so you're adding on to those aging effects that come from lack of sleep, that come from dehydration, that come from a shitty diet, that come from cigarette smoke. All of those things can be caused by the sun and overexposure. So wear some sunscreen, put it all over your body, even in the beginning, even if you think that you're not going to go out, um, you can get sunburnt but through your clothes. Um, they actually say that a white t-shirt is like eight SPF for your body. I don't know where I learned that. I learned that at Myrtle Beach one time, like 17 years ago. So it's probably not true, but that's probably someone who was just trying to make me feel better. Um, definitely wear that protective layer of sunscreen. Even if you just only have time to apply it once throughout the day, I I just recommend it. It is not worth it. You will get more crow's feet on your face. You will get um, saggier skin. It really, really does minimize your collagen, which makes it harder to produce, which gives you that bouncy, elastic skin that everyone loves. So if you're trying to avoid any aging effects on your skin, um, trying to avoid things like melanoma, then I highly recommend putting on some MFing sunscreen and putting that aloe in the refrigerator. It will change your life. And here are some things that I like to do, but clearly haven't done recently. Uh, I like to use tan towels. So some brands that I really enjoy are one, Dr. Dennis Gross tan towels. They're incredible. They're slightly more expensive. They're like $49 for an eight pack, which kind of sucks, but 
it's genuinely worth it. They last three to four solid, solid days. They give you like this golden brown. They're not just a regular orange. There's no streak. There's nothing. There's like a shimmery brown skin that you have and you just glow for days. I'm obsessed with them. And um, if anyone hears this, feel free to send them over. I'm going to Europe soon and I will be loading up on sunscreen. So still want to feel tan and cute. Dr. Dennis Gross, you can look them up. It's the um, get the full body size and not just the face tan towels. So you want to get those. Also, there is just a brand called Tan Towels. They're great. They don't last as long. Like they're not as prominent on your skin. But if that's what you want, like if you're more fair skin, then I highly recommend going for even the dark color. Like definitely go for dark. You don't want to be putting on some some what is it called? Some self tanner and then being like, Oh, there's not enough. And then you put on too much and then you waste it. So definitely recommend that sunless tanner. That is amazing. That's what I recommend. Can I say recommend one more time maybe? And then also one more thing that I wanted to talk about. And this is because I've noticed, cause I'm also a trainer at Hilo fitness. Love it so much. Best workouts ever. Um, and, uh, what was I saying? So wanted to kind of talk about staying in the flow of your workout. I know more people are starting to gravitate towards running outside, going to the gym, that kind of thing. It's getting to be summertime. It's warmer. Everyone is in that great, awesome, delicious mood. I love it so much, but I would just want to recommend that even if you are kind of changing up your workout routine, changing up where you're working out, try to keep it at the same time throughout the day. You want your body to not be affected. You don't want your sleep cycle to be affected. You don't want your morning routine, your poop schedule. You don't want any of that to be affected. So you want to make sure that you're still having your workouts. Like if you're a morning workout person, try and stick with that. If you are an evening morning, an evening person, um, and you like to work out, then maybe gravitate towards something a little lighter intensity at night. Maybe go for some runs, maybe go for some high incline walking, walk the bridge. If you're in Charleston, you can do like a little outdoor circuit, walk your neighborhood with your dogs. Your dogs will love you. Um, highly recommend. And if you're one of those people that's like afternoon, midday, maybe you work from home then yeah, maybe go get that high intensity workout done during the middle of the afternoon. Maybe do um, like a 30 minute, 25 minute circuit outside, followed by a really nice long walk outside for maybe 20 minutes. So not saying that your walks have to be monumentally long, but they are definitely, um, you have some options, but I do really, really highly recommend that you keep your workouts at the same time throughout the day. I have not veered off. So I think maybe like for the past six months or so up until about two weeks ago, honestly, I feel like my workouts were so lackadaisical. They were so half-assed. I was not motivated. I didn't care. I was getting resentful of my workouts because I was doing them when I didn't have peak energy. I was doing them when I didn't have, um, the, true motivation, not motivation, but I didn't have a habit with it. And so I began to really hate them. And I thought, I, I mean, I was bloating more. I didn't have as much energy throughout the day because I knew that I had to like build up my energy at maybe 4 PM. And then I still had to work afterwards. It was just not fun. I didn't like it. So right now this is kind of how my day is actually going. So my day will start, even if I don't like today, for instance, I don't go into coach until 3:30. but I know for a fact that my workouts, if I saved it for 
noon or if I saved it for one o'clock, I wouldn't have the same energy. I wouldn't yield the same results. And I also know that personally, my body does better lifting weights and doing high intensity if I'm fasted. So if I wait too long, then I'm too fasted. But if I wake up at, I woke up at 6.30 this morning. It felt amazing. I've been doing that nonstop. Even on the weekends, I try and go to bed around like around 11 on the weekends. Um, I know some nights are later, but try and go to the bed. I, I try and get to bed within one or so hours of the time that I typically go to bed. Um, then I'll wake up. I try and get around seven and seven hours and 45 minutes or eight hours of sleep. Then I'm like perfectly fasted. I'll wake up, do a workout between seven and eight 30. And then after that I have from 10 30 to two 45 realistically to get nutrition counseling sessions done. I will get some meal plans done. I'll record a podcast. I'll, um, organize with my accountant. I will, there are a million different things that I'll do throughout the day for business, but that's neither here nor there. But I have noticed that if I only work out between that period of time, um, for like my main workout, then my day is just so much better. And then if I save maybe a lower intensity workout, so maybe hot yoga or maybe a deep stretch class, if I save that for later on the day, when, um, it does work with my schedule and I can do that, then I'm, I'm telling you, like it's changed my life. I feel really happy. Um, obviously this is something that I'm just working on. So I'm sure there will be ebbs and flows, but just wanted to touch on that. So if you are feeling a little less motivated because it's so nice out, make sure you're just moving your body, um, treat it well, get your steps up. Maybe just put some more pep in your step when you go for a little walk and you're, you know, do some lunges at the park. You're going to be great. But, um, just wanted to put that out there. So we talked about artificial sweeteners. We talked and how they affect your digestion and, um, lots of other things. They, uh, again, there are so many other aspects of artificial sweeteners that I would love to go into, but we just don't have time. And we would get on a rant. I would also love, um, I would love some feedback on who you guys would like to hear on the podcast. Um, I, am starting to reach out to more uh, professionals in the industry and I would love to hear your feedback on who you guys would want to hear more of so feel free to dm me I'm going to put a link to my website and uh, my instagram handle so that if you guys want to book a nutrition counseling session with me we can kind of look at what you're doing Uh, we can see if meal plans maybe make sense for you again not a medical doctor I say it probably too much but either way um, wanted to say thank you for listening. This is episode holy shit 34 and we are moving. We are grooving. We are alive. We are alert. We are feeling good and I love you all. Go leave a review, share. You guys are the best. We will talk next week.